is a werewolf just a shapeshifter? And if so, what other creatures has that shapeshifter turned into? That and more coming up on this episode of Just Conversation. Warning! This program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4... What does live mean? Uh... Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and also this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on the topics we discuss. So be sure to find some body fancy and turn on something fancy that can play such a fancy pantsy show. We're fancy. We're fancy. Yes. We're the fanciest What makes something fancy? I don't know. Anything around us is fancy. <laughs> what? Things around us are fancy. Oh, okay. Well, but they don't know what you're, things you're talking about. Anything. Anything is fancy? Around us. Around us. Yes. So is they play the show. Yes. They're fancy. Okay. Oh, we make things fancy? Yes. Anything that's in the uh, wave range of our voices yes. is fancy. Mm. Are our waves giving them cancer? Like the 5G thing? Since those things can give cancer? Well, can't give cancer. Can our voices give cancer? No. Are you positive? Not unless we want them to. <laughs> nah. Okay, well, for now, we just want them to be fancy. Sometimes we give people cancer intentionally, but that's just for our enemies who are listening. What? What enemies are listening? We have enemies? We have many enemies. What? War enemies. War enemies. The cat people? Yeah, sure. I guess. I don't know who's our enemies. I feel like we're friends with everyone. No. Yes. Our listeners consider us their best friends. Some listeners. Some of them are our enemies. Oh, okay. Well, if you get cancer, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they have to trace your cancer back to the show. Oh, yeah. And then they'll know who they are. <laughs> and then they'll know. Until then, they have no clue who they are. They're just confused. It's like, who am I? Do I have an identity? What? I just woke up listening to this show. I don't remember anything prior to this show. And then they go to the hospital to get tested, and they're like, you got cancer. And they're like, ah, that's, that's who I am. That's a double whammy. They don't know who they are, and they got cancer. They think they're cancer, then? What? Everybody who listens to the show, their memory gets wiped. Of all knowledge, except the show. Okay. But when they go to the doctor, whether or not they have cancer, they know who they are, and whether they're our enemy or not. <laughs> okay. But if they have cancer... They know they're our enemy. Yes. They're like, oh my god, that's who I am. And also, I guess that makes me the enemy. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. They don't even think they're the good guy. They're like, I'm the bad guy. Mm. And this happens every time they listen to our show? Yes. Everybody who's ever listened to this show has immediately gone to the hospital afterwards because of amnesia. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are we starting something? It's kind of <laughs> like that Pokemon thing where the kids got like seizure allegedly. Yeah. It's, Everyone got seizures yes, after that. the news broke out that everyone's getting seizures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Dude, that's mass hysteria for real. Yes. 
That was in the Mass Hysteria episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Man, yeah. Good episode. Yeah. Also, the vampires. When we talked about vampires and the history of, like, real cases, the that was all hysteria. Nuns biting people and shit. I don't remember that. Nuns. I know nuns were singing. Hold the no, fuck up. No, they were meowing. Wait, 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 Not only do I have this inkling that Christ was a vampire, but we'll address that later. We have an actual case of religious vampires. There were nuns fucking biting people. Yeah. And you mentioned that before. Yeah. Also in the Mass Hysteria episode. Possibly. <laughs> yes. Bro, were those nuns vampires? Or werewolves. I don't know. I if mean, you go against the church, you become one of them. I get Holy shit. There's already... Whoa, there's a couple of crossing lines there. Yeah. The church is creating monsters. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. But if you remember from last time on... Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> on Just Conversation. Well, last time when I was talking about werewolves, we were talking about two different types of werewolves. We were getting to something, to adrenochrome. We were getting to adrenochrome? <laughs> yes, we were getting to adrenochrome. We were getting to werewolves that turn into vampires after they die. Right. Yes. And Wait, werewolves turn into vampires after they die? <laughs> yes, when they die, for some reason, they're... How how was it? Okay. When they die, when werewolves die, their human body stays a human during the daytime, but at night, they still become werewolves, but instead of just craving flesh like they normally do- They crave blood. Yes. So, oh yeah, I remember that. But does that make them- I guess it does. But that really, and I guess like we were talking about in that episode, that breaks into the idea that they're sort of two different souls fighting for one body. Or not souls, but living things. There's two things fighting for one body. And the vampire is one of those things. And the vampire But the one. living other thing is dead. But yeah, it's dead. So it's just a vampire going to a dead body at night and turning into a wolf to drink blood. Yeah. That's what's going on. Maybe? I don't know. To solve that, the living dead werewolf problem, they would have to destroy... The body, the werewolf sneaking into the battlefield was back in Greece in the 19th century, but in parts of Germany, Poland, and northern France, dead people would come back to life to drink blood as wolves if they were living in mortal sin, evil people. When evil people died, they would become werewolves. Okay, so there was no, like, you need something else to make you a werewolf. Just being a bad person made you a werewolf. Yes, after death, though. So werewolves are zombies. Yes, that drink blood. That drink blood, the vampires. Yes. <laughs> yes, but I don't know why, but yes. And then they will be turned into their human form at the daylight, like the battle, the ones in Greece, I think. Fascinating. And they would need a priest to decapitate it and do an exorcism like you know um, when a regular um, demon goes into a body situation I guess and then the head would be thrown into a river I don't know why but <laughs> you gotta throw that head into the river somehow that solves the problem yeah the murder part had nothing to do with it no you just needed that head to throw into the river <laughs> 
So if the head is not in the river, boom, still alive. Yeah, maybe you'll find its head, put it back on, <laughs> and then continue on drinking blood. So in theory, <laughs> that body could still move around. It'll just be aimless. Yes. In theory, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe once the head is in the water, the body just can't move. It needs to know that the head is round to continue moving. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> and then um, new things about werewolves that we didn't mention before was, you know, the normal, they're vulnerable to silver and highly resistant to injury. Except that you could cut them. I mean, I guess that's not an injury. You're forcing, you're like breaking them apart to kill them. Oh, those poor people who are to, who are um, mistaken as werewolves, I guess. It sucks for them. It sucks. It, it goes back to, you know, how do you tell if somebody's a witch? You drown <laughs> them. If they're dead, they're not a witch. But if they don't drown, they are a witch. So my question is, did they ever discover a witch? Because they probably, probably just drown. Not. Hella yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, and the werewolf thing. I guess the werewolf test of, like, if they have fur under their skin that's proof i don't know <laughs> well that's a weird proof yeah it's like oh i guess he wasn't a werewolf how many hands were cut and if you um put silver on them i think their skin is supposed to burn as well which they've probably also never seen no what if a person's allergic to, to silver is that a possibility? i wonder if that's a thing that's interesting yeah how many people are allergic to silver <laughs> Has that happened? But like too. their skin wouldn't burn. They just get like no, a rash. No, they get a rash. Yeah, but they're gonna look and at not it even as a immediately. Burn. Not even immediately. How long after? It would take a while to have a reaction. Oh well, they'll wait for that and then say that's a burn. And in places that wolves weren't a thing, there were other things that were very similar. Like in Africa, there was the were hyena. In India, a were tiger. In South America, there were were-pumas and were-jaguars. And in Asian countries, they had were-foxes. That's pretty cool. That'd be I cool. Be were-fox. A were-fox. It's like a little anime girl. How do you... Like, so I have to move into one of those places. I wonder if turning into those were-creatures are the same as a werewolf. Like, you gotta... Drink their print water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or be asleep in a summer day with the sun hitting your face on a Wednesday or Friday. <laughs> Look, man, if you're going to become a fox, yeah, you got to be like in an autumn field and it has to be like a half a moon and it needs to be out like in dusk when the sun is still out so you can get hit by both because that's around the time you'll see a fox. And that's when you get hit by both of those and the combined power, boom, now you are a fox human person thing. A weird fox. But what if because I was born in a place where wolves are common, I just end up being a werewolf? You think? That'd be interesting. So let's say, <laughs> hypothetically, this stuff is real. Yes. And the <laughs> regional DNA is really what's making the transformation, not the creatures of the area. Mm-hmm. So if you went to an area where there were different creatures, would your DNA still be the DNA from your region? Because your DNA doesn't change. If yeah, what so. you have is in your DNA, just because you went somewhere else doesn't mean you'd suddenly become like a were hyena because you went from the US to Africa. I wish, You would but... just become... A, a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah. It's lame. Interesting. Or a were-deer. I feel like <laughs> it's always a dangerous animal. You can't be a were-deer. In that <laughs> case, it would... Like, that would be horrifying anyways. <laughs> but in that case, it would... You could be a were-buffalo. 
aware, but but it it feels like it has to be something that eats meat. Why? You could be a were buffalo and just beat the shit out of somebody without eating them. But all those examples of all those were places <laughs> had meat eating animals. Fair enough. But why can't there be examples that are just something that'll beat like a were elephant? You just grow oversized <laughs> and that's so crazy. everywhere you go. I haven't heard of it. There should be were hippos. Hey, were hippo. A were hippo. Like a hippo doesn't even need to eat meat. It's just going to murder. It yeah. murders because it can. It's just three times the size of a hippo? Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. That's too... Like if something a like that was going on. A bipedal hippo freak. Yeah. A bipedal. Yeah. No, you would have three legs with one leg up. Because hippos have, you have an extra skinny, short <laughs> leg. You have three <laughs> normal hippo-sized legs and then one really skinny, short leg. Like abnormally short to fit the tiny, tiny, tiny tail the hippo has. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one leg pretends to be the hippo's tail. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, it's a smart hippo. It's a smart hippo. <laughs> That's so disturbing about like werewolves that they would even do that. Mm, yes, but that is that is so disturbing. But anyways, let's talk about werewolves and vampires and the common traits of a werewolf and a vampire. Please, I would love to talk about vampires. I want to compare and contrast. Well, we know that they're both creatures of the night. Yes. <laughs> Although I don't think it's uh, exclusively creatures of the night for werewolves. There are versions of werewolves that are purebred werewolves that move in the daylight. I think they just need the full moon to transform. Mm-hmm. Or the, in some cases, it's to transform. Yeah. Like, in other cases, it just permanently keeps them transformed. Yeah. So a lot of the versions of werewolf are that... I'm only a werewolf as long as there's a full moon, and as soon as the full moon's gone, I'm not a werewolf. Yeah. And it needs to be night so that the light of the moon is the most dominant light in the sky. So the moon could be full and outside, but you not be a werewolf. Because it's not the most dominant light in the sky. You're getting a sunlight combined with moonlight. Mm -hmm. You need strong moonlight Without the sun in the way. Without the sun in the way (laughs) to turn. Mm -hmm. In other cases, you are already carrying a werewolf DNA and you could become a werewolf. But you have to kill the werewolf that turned you into a werewolf before your next full moon or you become permanently a werewolf. Those are two different variants. And in the case of that second option, you could become a werewolf day or night. If you're a baby werewolf, if you're unrelated to the main werewolf, you could do it whenever. If you've been bitten and turned into a werewolf, you don't need the full moon to turn into a werewolf. All right. You just permanently get trapped as a werewolf after the full moon. And then after the full moon, though, then it has to be a full moon? Interesting. Maybe those are two things that work together. Because you can, I don't know why it would stop you suddenly from being able I don't to turn. Know. Maybe. Because it could be like you turn whenever, but then after the full moon, now you turn only on the full moon. Maybe. I feel like that's less productive than you that just is. turning whenever. Yeah. But also for the vampire, not all stories have vampires that are weak during the day or they have to sleep during daytime. That just become, became the favorite over time. But usually they're hybrids. Hybrids? Yeah, they're not pure vampires. 
How can you tell? Because pure vampires can't go out in daylight. Well, in some stories, I guess. But some stories, some vampires can. I believe usually those are the very, very old vampires, and they still get affected by the sunlight. Like, it burns slowly, so they can travel through the sunlight, but they can't stay in the sunlight. Oh, okay. Yeah. They can't... Huh? There's actually, uh, I forgot what it was called. It's a breakdown of how vampires work, like their age ranges or something like that. Really? They're, uh, before a certain point, going into the sunlight turns you into stone. Or it, it ignites your skin. Actually, yeah, one turns you into stone, the younger ones. And then they crumble. Or ash, it turns them into ash. Then somewhere in their teens of vampirism... They get turned into stone. Then somewhere in their mid middle age, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. get a vampirism. You could be any age, but like in the middle ages of being a vampire. So it would be like... Hundreds of years past. Yeah, hundreds of years or something like that. Maybe like 200 years. Uh, your skin sets on fire, but you don't die instantly. The way you do younger where you get turned into stone or ash. Then later you get um, your body uh, sizzles, but you do not ignite. And then finally your body gradually starts heating up so you can move through sunlight. But sizzle like you tan or? (laughs) No, like your body will eventually burn the way it would. Like in all of these instances, your body's still burning, but it's slower and slower each time. Yeah. At the first case, you just turn to ash. In the second case, you turn to stone and then to ash, but you gradually turn to stone. Yeah, but these are like hundreds or like years apart from each stage. Yes, yes. We're talking like the first one within the first hundred years, the second one maybe the first two, three hundred years, the third one maybe like five hundred years, you know, giant gaps. Okay. So then in both situations... Then they they're mainly at night still. Yeah. Werewolves and vampires. Not werewolves. Vampires. Not yes. werewolves. Okay. Vampires are mainly at night. Werewolves have some ways around the rules. Yeah. Especially baby you, I guess. Bitten ones. That's what you're saying. Yeah, because there are born va- uh, werewolves. Uh, there's also born vampires that work very differently. There's the whole uh, trade-off of when a creature is born with the DNA. And when a creature is turned. Now, there's all, there are some versions of each of these that don't allow for birth to happen. So you can only become, you can't be born as. Yes. And the way they become, though, are the same. That they have to be bitten. Yes. That it has to be through blood or saliva. Interesting. And um, I think that's pretty much it that I could think of that they have in common, though. Yeah. But there are some crossing lines between yeah. werewolves and uh, vampires that seem to be pretty similar. Yeah. Let's talk about vampires and where they come from. Because we know werewolves are, well, we really don't know much. We know that they could either be made by gods getting revenge. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and, or wearing a furry Basically, belt. Basically, yeah, just playing, <laughs> like, being a furry. Being a furry... Being bitten could turn you to a werewolf, of course. Or drinking print water. Yep. Very or being outside in the moonlight. Um, vampires could be just evil people, people who committed suicide or witches that are coming back to life after they're dead because of, I guess, evilness is bringing them back to dead, from the dead. 
Yes, and um, they could also be created by by evil spirit or by being bitten by a vampire. By evil spirit, yeah, being bitten by a vampire is a normal one. What's this, what do they mean by evil spirit? Just like a spirit going into a dead body. So a person who's possessed is a vampire. Yeah, could turn into a vampire. So all the Exorcist movies are about vampires. Yes, only if they suck blood. That's uh... the important part, right? So, vampires, a vampiric spirit. Yeah, a vampiric spirit will turn you into a vampire. Also, in Slavic and Chinese traditions, um, dead bodies that are jumped over by an animal, usually a dog or a cat, are their chances of being a vampire is pretty great. That's weird. I don't know why. That's pretty weird. <laughs> That's pretty weird. <laughs> yes. And in Russia... Vampires who are witches are people who had rebelled against the church. My question is then, are they vampires who suck blood, or are they describing these people as vampires? I is it like a title, rather than a creature? I think it's a creature. I think they really believe they're going to become this creature that drinks blood oh, after they're dead. Okay, that's weird. That's weird? I'm sure the <laughs> church made that up. You think the church made that up? Yeah, to control people into following the line. Mm. But a lot of these stories came before the church, too. Like the jumping dog on the dead body. Predates Christianity? What, the dog jumping over a dead body? Possibly. You think it predates Christianity? You're (laughs) telling me that that myth... Of a animal jumping over a person <laughs> and that person transforming predates Christianity running the world, which seems to be one of the longest running jokes in all of time. Do we have pet dogs before Christianity? That doesn't mean that uh, myth no, came to matter. being. That's true. I don't know. Or but even it when the, the concept of werewolf came to be. Yeah. Well, the Greek ones, that would have been pre-Christianity, wouldn't it? If Zeus was turning you to a werewolf, is Zeus I guess. not was pre-Christian? Zeus turning people into werewolves? Just one dude for being bad. Fair enough. So, unless he was Zeus around and God was around? I'm sure they're brothers. Yeah. Mm. And some more weird vampire stuff that you probably did not know is that in Europe, to slow down a vampire, you would cut their tendons on their knees. Ow. The dead body. If you suspected that dead body to be a vampire. You would cut their knee. Mm. That seems legit, but why? Why? What's the owl for? They're dead. Ah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They're dead, so who cares? But it's it's such a weird. No, I guess I'm still thinking about the werewolves and like how you're torturing these living people to see. Yeah. But these are dead people, so it's okay. Yeah, you just mutilated dead body. It's yeah, all good. that's fine. And then you also would place. A, Seeds, millet, sand around the grave because vampires love counting things, I guess. I don't know. No. Because the sesame vampire. You it's heard of because that? your fucking name is the Count? Is that why? The Count? <laughs> what? Vampires have to count things. I don't know why. They just do. That's so crazy. That they have to, they have this obsession of counting things? They have to count all the sugar grains around them? Come on, man. Yes. If you have a lot of little bit of things like sand, they just... you'll trap a vampire. That doesn't make sense. And why is a vampire functional at all when they're in the forest? Why aren't they just counting all the rocks? 
Uh, Big assholes in that fucking plan. Because they're not in the forest. They're in graves. Why aren't they counting all the dead bodies and all the insects in the graves? We don't know. They didn't do that before. They had to drink blood. They counted really fast, and then they went to get food. No, man. There's holes here. Yeah. That's in Europe, but China also has the same thing where a sack you throw a sack of rice in front of a vampire, and they have to count every grain of rice. No, I disagree. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. How do you know? The weakness of a vampire is not a bag of rice. Yes, you slow them down that way. How did you not? Do you, have you heard of that before? I've heard about it. I just don't believe it. And Yeah. How are we to judge? We haven't seen it. We haven't tried it out. Because then it's easy to beat them. Well, then you have to actually attack them afterwards i guess that would be the hard part just keep throwing bags of fucking rice and what happens when you run out of it you won't you won't and we don't know how fast they can count <laughs> not fast enough <sighs> you just keep throwing bags of rice <laughs> yeah they aren't lightning yeah they're fast but not lightning you try to lead them to a beach yeah i wonder if that yeah that's it they're done you win <laughs> yes, they're just frozen. They're counting the sand. How could they even differentiate beyond some point? <laughs> I don't even know what they've counted. I don't know. They just have to restart. It's a mess. It's it's a vampire nightmare. Yeah, that's why you don't see vampires on the beach. How do they? No, man. <laughs> like, how does a vampire exit their grave and make it out? Because there's trees. Maybe it has to be just tiny things. Because all these things are really tiny. So they're like valley girls and like Tokyo party girls that they just love tiny things? Yes. Yes, they are. What Why are the... you judging these vampires who are obsessed with tiny things and need to count them all? Apparently. Do they also shop at the Gap? The fuck? <laughs> and to protect yourself against vampires. Well, you probably know all these things. Garlic, the Bible, crucifix. Holy water and mirrors ward off the vampire. I'm 95% sure. The church has to do with that? No. The Bible created a vampire. The Bible created a vampire? I'm sure what? reading from the Bible is how vampires are made. Whoa. It's like making holy water. What Just do you mean? Read like a passage out of the Bible into a cup or something. And then it, the what? Then you turn it into holy water? It's turned no. into holy water. I guess. I don't really know I don't... how it works. Boil it. <laughs> boil it. You boil the hell out of it, and then it's holy water. Mm-hmm. And then it's holy water. <laughs> yeah, because you boiled the hell out of it. Well. <laughs> so... Tell me that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh-huh. And vampires are unable to cross sacred ground like churches and temples. And for some reason, they can't cross water. I don't know if water's also sacred, or they just can't swim, or now, what's going on? let's look at a couple of descriptions of vampires, right? Yeah. If you're already excessively white, it's hard to call you pale, per se, in the dead of night. You're just white. But if you're already dark-skinned, then it's easy to say that person is pale, because they are a different kind of dark skin that looks kind of like if you put a fade filter over something. Uh-huh. That they have like that kind of pale off color look. Yeah. 
So this goes back to the racist ideology that black people can't swim and also saying that black people were the vampires. You're saying they were the vampires and the werewolves? I'm saying white people made all of these up, which means the white person has to be the hero according to the white person, which means the monster had to be the non-white person. Whoa. What? Why are you ruining these creatures? Because white people are racist. Well, we know that. <laughs> Who is it? Who isn't racist? Like, fair enough. Who's not racist? <laughs> Anybody who's like, only the white people are racist. Like, shut up. Shut up. It, had you been in that position, you'd call them vampires. I call them vampires. Although no. the witches <laughs> were also colored women. Weren't they just women? They were colored women. They were young women, I thought. A lot of the time. Yeah, young colored or women. Or crazy a women. A lot of the time. Or older ladies. I don't know. Colored women a lot of really? the time. Oh. Yes. Mm. That's why the voodoo priestess thing is very commonly the black woman. That all, it's coming back from the same tree of, oh, they do magic. Those witches, those are the black women. Ah. Uh, and that just branches down. So now and, they're werewolves, vampires, and witches. Which are all just white people coming up with different derogatory names and shit for just ways to get black people killed. Okay. What? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's so messed up. But anyway, vampires can't enter the house unless you invite them over. That's a weird one. Yeah. That's... And they can go come and go after that point. It's just a first time thing, which they need your permission. But once you give it to them, that's it. Interesting, interesting. I don't know why, but... I don't know. I wonder because it's uh let's see things that have those same rules. There are like the Bible has those rules. You gotta let Jesus in your heart. And um You give them permission? You gotta give them permission. Do you accept Christ as your savior? No. Then he can't come in. And uh vampires have to also do that same thing. Werewolves don't give a shit, they'll break in. Yeah. But the werewolf stories, they didn't seem to break into any place. They were just outside waiting for you. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe so they... So maybe they can't come in. But they don't have the capacity to communicate, to try to convince you. Like, can I come in? Yes. Except for that werewolf in that story of the little red writing. <laughs> she asked for permission. Uh, yeah, he... to the I think to get in the first time with the old lady, he had to be like, I'm, you know, I'm Little Red Riding Hood. You gotta let me in. And she's like, okay. And then she let him in, and then he, you know, did all that. And Interesting. <laughs> Twist on that, because for the three little pigs, he also asked for permission. To go in. And he said, if you're not gonna let me in, I'll knock your fucking house down. Yeah. He can't just break in. Nope. Dude, you could blow their house down. But he can't go into but their door. But you can't door. go in. Maybe they have the same rule. Holy oh. shit. I think they have the same rules. Oh, snap. They're just At least that less one. polite about it. Yeah. They're not going to be like, hey, can I come in for a cup of tea? Because they can't communicate that way. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. So then my question is. What? We know that uh, tales like these uh, children's tales come from either warnings that adults have created for children to warn them about bads of the world without terror, making them scared of people. Yeah. Or real events that have happened in people's lives that they're warning about in a more literal sense. In the case of the three little piggies, 
and Little Red Riding Hood was though were those situations with real werewolves because in both cases they were in the forest where the werewolf hangs out. But they called them wolves. They were just wolves. Of course. In stories. Of course. But it's to not scare the kids from werewolves. I guess yeah, because you were t- talking about a human talking to a wolf. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And mm. the three little pigs, hams. Those are just white people. <laughs> they were counting themselves little pigs. Okay. Yeah. Why didn't they pick something else? Just a way to make little a cute pigs, story. I guess. I but they're talking to a werewolf. Or something. Hmm. Yeah. And so that werewolf, they were maybe having a legit conversation with a werewolf in those stories. Like, what's the real, the gritty version of it? You know, like, is there a fucking werewolf in these situations that they're having a conversation with? In the case of Little Red Riding Hood, the werewolf can't get in because this goes back to what we're talking about. These lines are crossing heavily because there are the same rules. They kind of have the same timelines. They have the same ways of turning into one another. Are we just talking about a shapeshifter? And yes. it could take many different forms, but it doesn't matter because the same rules for turning into, the same rules for entering property, the same rules for defeat to some degree are all there. Mm-hmm. You got to remove the head of a vampire the same way you got to remove the head of a fucking werewolf. Yeah. The bite turns you in both cases. Usually killing the one who turned you turns you back if you do it before a certain period of time or whatever. So it's all the same story. Interesting. In uh vampire's case... You have to kill the vampire before your bloodlust gets to you, before you have to feed. Yeah. So you kill the vampire who turned you before you feed the way you kill the wolf who turned you before the full moon. So that you're not permanently so you're not permanent. Same way you're not permanent a vampire if you kill the other one before you drink human blood. If you drink human blood, you stay a vampire. So it's the same story. It's the same just story. Just about a different creature, but... It's practically, it's practically the same creature, yeah. maybe. Yeah, there's mark. some yeah. real close lines there. Yeah. And although, like I mentioned before, although vampires were believed to be more active at night, they were not generally considered vulnerable to the sunlight. I don't know, like, through time, they've become weaker to the sun, but originally, it, the sun wasn't their weakness or anything. They just liked to move around during the night. Maybe it was just easier. At night? Yeah, I guess. Because you can catch people at home. People out... You can't... How hard is it to feed outside with streets filled with people? Yeah. Especially when everybody's walking. What if it's the same with werewolves? Like, you gotta wait for night because that's the, the easier easiest time, time you to You just, attack. like, attack people on their own versus groups. Yeah. Hmm. That could be it. What? What? And the different methods of destroying a vampire. Or I guess murder. I guess you can't really say murder because it's already dead. It's not dead. Neither a vampire nor a zombie are dead. Okay. We've established this. But it's the person who was the vampire is dead though. Disagree. No? You think the person's still alive? Yes. I think in both cases the person is alive. You're just talking about level of brain function. In the I case, mean, the original person. Like, if a no. vampire takes over your body, you're not there anymore. I don't think there's a different per. I think a vampire is like interview with a vampire. Like, that guy remembers his past life. He remembers all of it. And he's like, man, I wish I could go back to being that. Yeah. But, like, I'm here now. I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. That seems real to me versus 
I guess I just cease to exist. Oh, okay. Because that's how it sounds like, though. Like a demon comes into your dead body and In then... the case of you being possessed and thus being a, a vampire, I guess. Yeah. But you turning into a vampire, that's not something else invading you. That's you who already exists turning into a vampire. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, when you turn into a vampire, the things we got to do to get rid of you is staking you through the heart. And some and through the mouth for some reason. I don't know why the mouth, but the brain? Maybe you're trying to hit the brain? Maybe. And the stomach. Those are the three good spots. So you mean like where the heart is, the brain is, or like organs, vital <laughs> organs. <laughs> yeah. So essentially the way you'd kill a human? Yes. Do that and you'll kill a vampire. Definitely. Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Sounds about right. I, know, I feel like a lot of things could be killed that way. Also, getting rid of the head and then burning it. Sounds about right. Oh, burying the head between the feet or behind the butt or away from the body for some reason. You just got to keep that head away once you get it off the body. <laughs> because the body is going to go get it the same way a werewolf would. But if you hide it behind its butt, can it just get it? Not if no. you tie its hands in the front and you tape the head to the butt. <laughs> How would he get the head if his hands are tied in front of him? <sighs> so awkward. Okay. You could also do it the opposite way and tie his hands behind him. And if he's a guy, you can hang his own head off of his own dick, <laughs> tape it against her so he's forever blowing himself. Oh. But he can't do anything. But blow himself. But blow himself for all of eternity. Wow. <laughs> Revenge on that vampire. Revenge. <laughs> also something that applies to anyone and everyone, except in most cases, those people are dead and you just made a corpse blow itself. Yes. Why? <sighs> Whatever. We're crazy. You can't blame us. We're crazy. Yeah, there's something wrong with humans, for <laughs> sure. And also pouring boiling water over the grave. What, to, like, super make sure? I guess. Instead of burning it, you don't got fire? Use water. Here's the thing. I think the grave, like, is the grave already covered back up? Huh. Because if it's, like, there's a bunch of dirt, like, that dirt's gonna, like, cool that water down. We should probably do it to the body. If we're gonna burn the body, why not boil the body as well? With, like, oil. With oil? With oil, not water. Going easy. Yeah. Also, vampires could be shot or drowned, of course, or sprinkled by holy water. So everything plus demon stuff. So a vampire is basically a person and could die any way you'd kill a person. person. Plus exorcism. Plus exorcism. Although I feel like if you exercise a human, they might die too. Some of the methods of exorcism would kill a normal human, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's why there has been cases where humans who were exercised go to court against the church because, like, I had mental problems and you destroyed me. That's been a real thing. That has happened, too. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could also put garlic in its mouth and then shoot a bullet through the coffin. <laughs> so... Like, I don't feel you need the garlic at that point. <laughs> like, you could just... If you just do one, it won't work. Just shoot him, he's fine. But nope. if he's got garlic and you shoot him, boom, you solve that problem. Yes. 
isn't isn't the garlic what's being effective there? What if you just feel like prison style instead of filling a bag up with soap? And if you don't have garlic, you could use lemon. You put lemon in its mouth. So, like, maybe being a vampire is more of a, like, genetic disorder where, like, you're just allergic to a bunch of shit. You're just allergic to a bunch of stuff. You're allergic to garlic and lemons, and then they put them there, and you like, super weak and dying and can't breathe, and then they shoot you. Duh. Oh, I forgot to mention, oh my gosh, this story. To find the graves of vampires, oh my gosh, you need to have a virgin boy riding a virgin horse, and then the horse will get scared at the grave that the vampire is in. Because vampires rape virgin boys and horses? <laughs> I don't know. I just think the priest might need help to know which one's the version. I do, too. I think that's exactly what's happening. I think this goes back to white people in power and the church for whatever reason. <laughs> but why a virgin horse? You think he needs the horse, too? I, probably. Like, even when he can't have the boy, he'll have the horse? No, no, no. He's going to have the boy, but he's also going to have the horse. Oh, my gosh. Also, graves with holes uh, over it. I guess, like, holes are appearing on top of the grave. That's an arm that poked out. I guess. Maybe that's what they think happened. Interesting. And there are just holes there. Maybe someone's trying to actually steal that grave or something. I think it's the other way around. I think they accidentally buried a living person who was like, I could do it. I can do it. I, I can, can get out. Get out. Oh. And then that person suffocates and dies. But they think it's a vampire, so they're gonna put a lemon in his mouth and shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If they, <laughs> I wonder how many times that happened. They accidentally, like <gasps> somebody was in a coma or passed out or some shit. They threw him in a grave, and they, the person, co- gains consciousness while in this hole. Yeah, and then they're trying to get out. And they're like, "It's a vampire! Fucking shoot it!" Not <laughs> Jimmy was alive. Fucking nah. kill it! It's a zombie or something. No, nope. just shoot it. That's so crazy. Taking no chances. I think that's why it's a law or some shit that you got to dig a shallow grave when you put somebody at the beginning. Really? I think so. I'm not really sure. I know they have like bells on graves just in case they bury a person alive. Oh, okay. So you can ring that bell. I don't even know if that's a true story. That might just have been a legend and then people just took it too seriously and were like, just in case this happens to me, I want a bell on my grave. Yeah. But... I don't know. Maybe I'll be buried alive. Mm-hmm. So now, that's enough vampire talks. Let's talk about other creatures that are that can transform and drink blood. I guess that's the important thing we need that's in common with vampires. And werewolves. Werewolves and chupacabras. Yes. And the first creature up is Wendingos. And I'm not really sure what a Wendingo look like. It's a creature that takes over a body, and that person goes mad and eats people. Now, to my understanding, a Wendigo kind of looks like a werewolf. I don't think so. Do they? I oh. do think so, but I don't... Here's the, here's the difference. I don't think they look like it. Depictions of them look like it. Yeah. That's the problem. When dingoes are depicted, as kind of looking like a, a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, but then they go inside the human, and then the human does these acts. I don't think the Wendigo looks like that. I think the human-Wendigo combo looks like that. Oh, okay. Yes, because there's a the original Wendigo that turns... That's just a I spirit. Guess, yeah. But like a werewolf and a vampire that they have to be bitten, 
this thing bites, I guess, quote unquote, the the victim, and then he turns into a Wendigo, and yes. then he murders everyone. Yes, there you go. Yes. So they turn to something that looks like a werewolf in depictions. In depictions, okay, but from the stories, it just it's really crazy. Um, Wendigos, after being after a person is becomes a Wendigo, they just they have an incredible need for greed, murder, and cannibalism. Even though there might be food around, they'll still murder. So they're like just aggressively wrathful and violent. Yes. There's been like two cases about Wendingles. One case was in 1878 where a guy named Swift Runner and his family were starving. And there was emergency food 25 miles away. And for some reason, instead of the guy going to get the food, Swift Runner just ate, killed and ate his family, which were like, I think, five other people. And then he eventually confessed to the crime and got executed. But he doesn't sound like he was a Wendingo. He sounds like a fucking lunatic who was clear-minded. Well, probably blamed the Wendingo that possessed. he became. A, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think happened. I mean, it could be just a crazy guy. Sounds like a crazy guy. That's what there's the debate over this Wendingo thing. Like, are these really people that... What is... Are these people... Do these people really believe that they've got this spirit taking over them to kill and eat their family? Which makes them a schizophrenic. Or are they lying and just... They want... They kill their family and they need an excuse. <laughs> Which is where the Wendigo comes in. Yeah, so, I don't know, like... In theory, if you're in a place that's superstitious enough, you could get away with that. If you're... Yeah, I guess. But he didn't get away with that. And they've also... There was another case where just the person who takes care of the Wendigo problem got in trouble because he was killing the Wendigos. <laughs> Which is really, he was killing people. So he was a serial killer. Yes. Picked very specific people, killed them, and said... They were possessed by Wendigo. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. That's a clever way, but that just goes back to the serial killer who was pretending he was hearing the voice of a dog. Hearing, yes, that's exactly what these cases reminded me of, because that's what they were arguing, like whether is he really hearing a demon talk to him, saying "kill these people," or is he using that as an excuse to kill these people? Was he was the son of Sam, right? Yeah. Was, so they were basically doing the son of Sam shtick. Before he... Before the son before of Sam. Him. In which case, yes. that makes the son of Sam the, the fucking copycat killer. Oh, maybe. But he wasn't eating people, so it wasn't the same type of crime he was committing. Interesting, so. interesting. He was just um, shooting ladies. Yes. Yep. But claiming that the reason was... Was because of a demon dog. Because, yeah, I was hearing demon dog. Yep. And thus, I uh, went ahead and did the crime. Yeah, so it might be the same case. I don't know. And then there's this other creature that's called the Wichuge, which is a man-eating creature that could also possess people. It's like a ancient giant animal in its natural form, I think, and then it goes into regular people. Like an ancient giant animal? <laughs> like a not physical creature? Like a spirit. Like animal a spirit. forest spirit, like Shinto. Yeah, like a giant spirit animal like comes Legend inside you. Legend <laughs> of Zelda, um, Twilight Princess with the floating animal spirits that you gotta collect the gems from and keep them kind of in reality. I have or... no idea. Oh. 
I don't remember that. But yes, these giant spirit animals come inside you. They come inside you. <laughs> they come inside you. These giant spirit animals come inside you. You can become a witch huge by breaking a taboo or becoming too strong. I don't know what too strong means, but like maybe you work out too much and then you become now, a man-eating creature. Out of curiosity, do you actually eat people or you beat the shit out of them? Is a common trait beating the shit out of them? No, it's eating. So they don't beat the shit out of people? No. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But it they, it seeks to eat people. Interesting. Have they seen people? Weapon? Have they seen people possessed by this? Are there stories of people? There's just stories of people. Because it's possible that the steroids of that time were causing <laughs> roid rage, and that's what they mean by too strong. Too strong, yeah. And then you're having blind rages over dumb shit and just beating the shit out of people to and death. And then fighting them, and then they're like, ah, he's a witch hug. Well, you want to hear about the taboos that you shouldn't break? I, mean, I guess it could be a witch hudge, so long as there's witch a G-E at the end. Witch hudge. Either way it works. You want to hear about the taboos yet you should not break? Taboos for what? For the witch hudge? Yes. For the witch hudge? Yes. Go for it. I, there's probably a bunch, but three of them, a person that has that takes gets a picture of them with a flash, I guess that flash is a taboo. If you get a picture of you taken with a flash, isn't one listening to music made of stretch string, like a guitar, and eating meat with fly eggs in it? Don't break those taboos. And that's it. You don't become a witch judge. Yes, that and don't become too strong. <laughs> Guess that's it for working out. Yes, this creature seeks out to eat people. And attempts to lure them away by being cunning. I don't know what the cunningness is. Smart. Clever. No, I, I know that. I don't know what they use to be cunning. Oh. <laughs> like, what, how do, like, do they, if it's a child, the cunning would be like, here's candy, come with me, I'm not going to eat you. So Ted Bundy was a wet judge. Is he? Mm-hmm. And oh, and some of these things, the true form of it is made out of ice and it's very strong and you can kill it by throwing it on campfire and you keep it there overnight and then it melts away and then you're done with the problem. So they are ice monsters. Yeah. I guess you become an ice monster eventually is what's happening. Not the true form piece. The true form, I think, is the spirit creature thing. So a Wendigo and a Witch Edge are exactly the same thing, essentially. Yeah. Most likely regional derivatives of each other. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. all involve getting a person who turns into them. Yes. To turn into them, yep. Do they have rules for entry or anything of that nature? Do you have to, like, let them in? Uh, no, I think you just gotta be a really bad person, or... I don't... The first one, I don't know. The second one, it sounds like becoming too strong. <laughs> It just worked out too much, and now I'm a monster. Yeah. Oh, I guess the first one might be, like, being too greedy for some reason. Or it turns you into being too greedy. I'm not really sure what comes, what comes first. Interesting. Are you greedy beforehand or not? I don't know. But being a Weshug is considered a curse and a punishment. So I guess that is if you're bad, you're going to be cursed, and then you're going to want to eat people. I guess some werewolf stories are like that, too. It's just a curse put on you sometimes. Yeah. 
Alright, we're running out of time. What do you think of all that information? I think that's pretty interesting. I think that that holds, uh, it's, makes a pretty good argument for a werewolf, a vampire, a chupacabra, the wendigo, and the wechage to be kind of different people's tales of the same creature, whether it be different eras in time or different regions giving it different names but referring to the same thing. It's sort of the god problem. Yeah. Like, if you're Islamic, you say Allah. If you are uh, Christian, you say thing. Jehovah. But if I showed you a picture of the one true God, both of... And you, some for whatever reason, knew exactly what he looked like, both groups would aim at the same thing. Yeah. I think it's that case. It could be. I what? think that if everybody knew for a fact what you mean... When you say vampire or wechage or werewolf or wendigo or chupacabra, and I brought up a single photo of a shapeshifter, and you just happen to know for a fact what these creatures look like, you'd all aim at the one picture I'm holding and realize, oh, fuck, we were talking about the same thing. Yeah. It's interesting that some shapeshifters like to be animals over human, though. Yes. Like the vampire's the only form that it's... Like it prefers being human, I guess, in a way, and maybe the Wendingle too. I'm not sure. Here's an interesting point that I'll make before we get out of here, which is the possibility that the intellectual level of the creature allows for a more complex transformation. Oh, so that if you can have the capacity of a person, you are a particularly intelligent shapeshifter. You can imitate a human. Yes. Thus, you turn into a vampire. If you are more animalistic, but can sort of get there, maybe all their goals is trying to get to the human where they could just blend into the best creature to eat. Yes. The whole thing is to trans to shapeshift into their meal. Yes. So it can be easier for them to get closer to their meal. Exactly. Except for the werewolf fails the most, I guess. Yes. But they because... at least are able to turn into a creature that's around their food. Yes. So the the goal is always to blend in. Yeah. Not necessarily to imitate their food, but to blend into their environment so yes. that their food doesn't know they're there. Yes. And in the case of a werewolf, they don't have the complexity to take the shape because I guess you have to also behave the part. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have the capacity to become a human, but you have to be able to imitate a human brain. Because we're assuming you're an anomalous being otherwise. Yes. Your understand your quote brain unquote is a different thing. And yeah. so you imitate a human perfectly, then you behave like a human. If you can imitate a superhuman, you are a vampire. There are way less of that than there are werewolves. Way more werewolves because you can do that easier because you're not fully human looking. You're more animalistic looking. It takes less effort than becoming a human. Yeah. But becoming a human takes less effort than looking like a vampire. Mm -hmm. So it's really about capacity. What? It, yes. And like a yes. Wendigo and a Wechudge are way down the totem pole. Down there with they're like werewolves. They're closer to werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. They're down there with those creatures. Yeah. Same thing. While the Chupacabra is the furthest thing. It's nothing like a human. No. It's notably a weird creature. Yeah. It looks like it's trying to be too much creatures at once, kind of. Then, so does the werewolf. It looks like it's just being, wants to be a werewolf, doesn't it? Well, a werewolf isn't a fucking thing. A werewolf is a creature a that looks like a combination of a wolf and a human. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I see. 
So the idea here would be that maybe when we're talking about shapeshifters, we're not just talking about one thing, although we kind of are. Yeah. But we're talking about sort of the difference between a Chihuahua, a Rottweiler, a, a Greyhound. Like maybe there are different kinds of shapeshifters. They're all the same general thing. Like I can call every animal I just said a dog. Yes. But they're also different, different kinds breeds. of dogs. Yes. yes. Different species within the same branch thing. Or yeah. not different species, different races of the same species. Yeah. So maybe there are different races within the same species of shapeshifter, mm -hmm. which allows for more complicated and transformations. In the future, I would like to go on to that. Hopefully, we'll get there eventually of talking about the different species of shape shifts shifters interesting interesting well, but just we get... i would like to stick to the blood drinking though yeah because there's a million shape shifters of course yeah there's even animals that drink blood there's animals oh yeah yeah there's normal animals that drink blood yeah that seems to be a trait which tells us there might be creatures that exist in nature that are already sort of connected hmm. to shapeshifters they might have a branching, like, DNA strand or something. Maybe. <laughs> Fascinating. Interesting. Okay. But uh, it'll, it'll be way easier when we finally capture this werewolf we've been hunting down. And we can bring that fucker in. Put yes. him in a cage. Probably next to the reptilians, because fuck them. Send like that bitch people? to Mars now that we've built that whole study facility up there. So we'll send that to Mars with the rest of the fucking things we've got up there, and we'll run some experiments and find out what we're going to do with that. What we find out, maybe we can get it just to turn into something that doesn't look like a werewolf. Ooh. But we're closing in. Yes. Closing in. The subhumans are out there doing their, their job. Awesome. Anyways... If you guys enjoy this topic, there are millions of this sort on the show. You can find many episodes where we're discussing things of this nature, a bunch of different types of creatures, uh, pre previous, more primitive versions of this conversation. We don't touch on the same things that we touched on here, but we kind of brush around the different subject matters, including the chupacabra, shapeshifters, and things of other things and shapes like reptilians and whatnot, even alien creatures who might potentially be the chupacabra in the first place. Um, to find those episodes, you guys can find them on the official website, GreyThoughts.info, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcast. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JustConvoPod. Yes, and remember to subscribe and rate the show. And if you feel so inclined, review the show. And let someone who might like the show know about it. Yes, the power of word of mouth is the greatest power in the whole wide world, and that makes you a superhero, technically speaking. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. That's how they sound like. Okay, you know yeah. how they sound like. Okay. Yeah, I know how they sound. I've heard it. It's. I don't know what's happening there. I mean, I guess that's what. Yes, I remember as a child listening to my parents. And that's what it sounded like. Yeah.
just gibberish like he didn't understand shit not that like if you're bored and you don't you're not really paying attention but you have to pay attention because maybe you did something bad or whatever and they're just trying to explain something and you're like somehow "Eh." i doubt there was a moment in your life in which you did something bad the just conversation podcast is hosted by christina Clazo and jack thomas produced by lynn taylor and published by great thoughts.info art by zero lupo and logo by seth McAllister. with social media managed by amber black